Welcome back to another episode of Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. And I'm the other one. And the other one is? It's Wes. Jorge. Wes. Jorge. It, oh. oh. Sure, I'll be Jorge this time. It's fine. Jorge, how are you? Uh, that's going to be weird. I'm Wes. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm tired. Uh, I've had a... I was just telling you that I've had a long day. Um, and you pointed out that all days are the same length, which I think is kind of a dick move, but um 24 hours in a day yeah every day i'm, I'm tired I'm, so i'm drinking i'm drinking a red bull to try to perk myself up red bull yeah you don't want to drink your alcoholic monsters no uh those actually i learned i saw them at the store they sell them in like the big for those of you who don't know um uh, monster makes alcoholic beverages um i forget what they're called off the top of my head but uh, they don't have any of the like energy mix in them, and they have mm-hmm. they also have no sugar. Um, and I tried them, like I saw them at the store. It's called the Beast Unleashed. Um, <laughs> wild, I know. And I saw them at the store, and I mean, I had to get them, right? Uh, yeah, how were they? They were not great <laughs> really I gotta say yeah they're like for for a beverage that doesn't have any sugar they were like ridiculously sweet the i tried three of the flavors i tried the original one the like white version whatever the white monster is I think um, white's like more of like a uh tropical-esque tropical citrusy kind yeah. of vibe yeah like that yeah and then i tried a peach one and then there's uh the, the fourth flavor is like a berry flavor uh, but you can only get that if you buy the twelve pack. You can't buy it in an individual can. And I wasn't gonna buy a twelve pack just to try them. I'm glad I didn't because I didn't like them very much. <laughs> um, the original flavor one is probably the least bad. Um, but they're okay. like they're like malt they're like malt liquor beverages. They're six percent ABV, and uh, they taste. I mean, they taste like Monster. Like to be fair, it tastes just like a Monster. You would never know there's alcohol in it. You would never know it doesn't have caffeine in it. Yeah, one thing I've noticed, like, there's, like, more and more companies that are coming out leaning towards in the alcoholic world, and it always makes me a little skeptical if they're actually going to be good or not. Uh, One that I did find that was pretty good is Mountain Dew did a really good uh one. Uh, They're not here in Michigan, though. They're, like, all the way in, like, in the south. Because when I went to Tennessee... I got those. Those are really good. And then I heard, I heard about that. I haven't yeah. tried it though, but it was good. Yeah, the there uh there's like a watermelon one, the Baja original, and a different flavor. And they, I remember them all being pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. and then what other one? Oh, one that I'm really excited to try this like summer is Sunny D's coming out with one. Ooh, it, and I it's like a Sunny D vodka uh seltzer, I think or something like that. It's, it sounds pretty good. So. That sounds really good. I love. I just bought like a huge crate of Sunny D at Costco like two days Sunny ago. D. It's so good. I got the kind with like the the sports tip bottles yep. or whatever. Yeah. They're so good. I if, love Sunny uh, D. Do you, have, did you ever have Tang growing up? I never had Tang. No. You do know what Tang is? I do know what Tang is. It's the like orange drink powder that like, yeah. astronauts drink, right? I don't know if astronauts drink it, but yeah, they always it had like, like the orangutan as a commercial when you're growing up. It was I like, hi, I'm that. Paul. I think his name is like Paul. The or, no, or that monkey was or the, 
Paul was the three-eyed chimpanzee that would show up at the end of Jimmy Neutron episodes. He'd pop out of the woods. You're correct. You're correct. That's probably when I saw those commercials the whole time. But uh, but no, that Tang was so good. I love Tang. Yeah, Tang was a. I I learned about my dad was like a huge astronaut nerd, so this is where I heard about Tang. But it was like a like an orange drink powder that they would take into space and drink it and mix it with water and drink it. And it was like the whole point of it is that it had a ton of vitamins and stuff in it. It's essentially like a liquid IV. Um, it just had a ton of vitamins that they could just drink it and get their nutrients or whatever. Interesting. It's like a supplement. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like I'm going to have a cavity after I drink it though. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. I dude, I'm so sensitive to sugar these days. Like anything, anything remotely sweet just really doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't know. Maybe actually, I you know, I've always, <laughs> I've always pride myself well, not pride, but I've always like thought of myself as more of a sweet tooth. But recently I've been leaning in towards the more savory side of things. And I don't know if I like it or not, to be honest with you. <laughs> no. Well, no, embrace it, man. The, I've always been more of a savory fan over a sweet fan, but um, I don't know. I have my moments. I have my cravings where all I want to eat is chocolate for like two days. I'll eat a bunch of Reese's cups. That's the best. Um, what? Yeah, Reese's are the worst. Worst candy out there. Honestly, I think I'd pick a piece of black licorice over Reese's. No, me, you would. You, you would not. You would not. I would. I don't, I don't believe you. I, I believe Reese's me. Are, Reese's are good. What do you mean? No. Like the, cu- the Reese's cups? Yeah, Reese's cups. The Easter eggs are the worst. Um, the Easter eggs are not very good. I'll agree with you there. It's too. The ratio's off. Yeah, no, I just don't like, I don't like the chocolate, I don't like a chocolate peanut butter combo. I like a chocolate peanut butter. But I like both separate. I like it separate. You're so bizarre. (laughs) I don't, I don't even know how to, how to react to this, this news. You've said some pretty wild stuff on this show, but that's one of the, that's gotta be up there, man. I understand how wild it sounds, but (laughs) deep down I know I'm right. Um, Okay. You also have had another alcoholic experience recently on a new uh, a new tea. Yeah, I did. Um, well, this isn't this is not a mixology episode, but we are going to talk about booze because I had some weird booze recently. But um, yeah, I was at the store. I think it's like Saturday morning, and I was doing my grocery shopping, and they had in like a big center display they had twisted tea whiskey. Hmm. um it was like 32 and a half percent abv so like it's a real whiskey and it was like 20 bucks for a bottle of it i was like yeah okay same thing with the monster i walked past it and i was like i have to try this i have to know what this (laughs) is about and also similar to the monster it was not very good um i'm a as i've I've talked about it on the show before i'm a big whiskey guy big bourbon guy love that sort of stuff this was a very it i mean it tasted like iced tea it was like really sweet and tea forward and then it just had that like chest burn feeling that bourbon gives you mm. um and in an effort to make it better i mixed some with uh an arnold palmer and it was just way too sweet mm. so then i just tried it with ice and lemon juice and it was pretty good but mm. um yeah four out know. of ten would not buy again but <laughs> kind of a cool novelty gimmicky sort of thing yeah i don't like twisted tea by itself already which 
also brings me to Lipton's coming out with some uh, alcoholic ones too. Are they really? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I kind of want to try those, but I don't like twisted tea and I don't like whiskey. So I don't think I'll uh, be yeah, tapping well, into that's, that world. That's the two things that it is. So I don't think you'd be into that. <laughs> I Twisted tea is okay. I'm excited to hear that Lipton's coming out with some because I feel like if you could do like my issue with twisted tea is always that it's too sweet. Yeah. Um, so if you could do like like a Lipton unsweetened tea with booze in it somehow, like I would be interested in trying that. That would be pretty cool. Maybe we'll do a mixology episode where we all try that or something. Yeah, because I with my tea, I always like sweet tea over any. Like I don't, I I don't I'm not a huge fan of unsweet tea, but um, you know, sweet tea I like. I, I wonder if they're gonna do like a lemon because a lemon tea is always pretty good. Ooh. I can imagine they would. I, I bet they'll yeah. do all sorts of different types of tea. They'll probably have like a like your standard black tea, and then they'll do like a lemon thing. And I bet they would do a green tea. Um, all sorts of different little flavors. Yeah. Um, I, I could I could see that I could see that being pretty good though, as long as they don't like I said go overboard with the the sugar. Yeah, they got right here. What do they got? They got strawberry, half and half, lemon and peach. Are going to be okay. there. I'm, I think those would be all pretty good, honestly. Yeah, the, the one that, weirdly, the one that I'm most skeptical about is the strawberry one. I think the half and half is the one that I'm be the one I will Was like the least because half, half and half, half like it's like going to be like a yeah, yeah, okay. but like it kind of makes me think of that's going to be more of like the twisted tea kind of flavoring to it. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, that is the market that they're trying to shoulder in on. Is like yeah. people who drink twisted tea could drink this instead. Yeah, yeah, no, that is yeah. that is a valid point. That is a valid point. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Do you have a release date for it? Do you see uh, when it'll be? Uh, this spring. So, oh, so any time now. Any time. Yeah. Now. So this this spring, it's hitting the U.S. So very cool. Well, that should be. To uh, keep to. your eyes out for it, people. Keep your eyes I, out for it. My peepers are peeled. Peepers, I'm, I'm, I'm four eyes in. Four eyes glasses. deep. I also wear glasses. <laughs> James also wears glasses sometimes. All of us wear glasses. Why do we all wear glasses? Kind of weird. Your right? eyes suck. You got bad <laughs> eyeballs. Bad eyeballs. Yeah, we do have sucky eyeballs. Mine aren't that bad, but I also Mine like are... the way I look in glasses. I, you do I, look I, nice yeah. in glasses. Yeah, I, I can't My... do contacts. See, I used to do contacts almost exclusively because I think I look weird with glasses. But now I'm kind of into the glass. Now that I got myself a nice pair of glasses, I'm kind of into it. Hmm. Um, my eyes are extremely bad. <laughs> like I can't drive. I can't drive if I'm not wearing glasses. I'm very, very uh, farsighted. I'm very. Ne- I'm nearsighted, and uh, I just renewed my license. And um, you know, one thing about renewing, we'll get back to the fun stuff in a second. Sure, we'll talk about we'll talk about food on our food <laughs> podcast later. First, let's talk because I have the to one do this thing, later this year. I've yeah, let me tell you. Let me tell you what annoys me about renewing a license is that they my license hasn't even expired. It expires in I don't know three days, and because yeah, we're still recording this before your birthday. This is coming out <laughs> as you're hearing this. It was five days ago, Bailey's birthday. Um, but we, they it wasn't even expired, and they still stamp it void and then staple a piece of paper to it. So I can't even put it in my wallet. Because I have the red <laughs> wallet, so I have to carry my license in this paper that, like, uh, so now you're separately. walking around with your wallet and then avoided driver's license. Yeah, it makes no sense. It That's like stupid. I, I hate it. It's like my license wasn't even expired. Let it be it, and then 
I just have my license here by the time it's expired. Yeah. They I don't should know. just like automatically send you one, and then when you get it, you go and get the other one voided, and they activate the new one or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a scientist. Who knows? Who knows? Um, bop bop. That's the way I like to think. Bebop boop bop indeed. Uh, let's. You know what we should do, Bailey. We got what a we got we? a couple of emails this week. Let's let's answer an email. Emails with Wes and Bailey. Ding 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 ding. That's our new jingle. It's okay. You have to do it exactly the same way every single time we answer an email. Yeah, uh, deal. This first one's from Zach Allen. Do you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Yo, it's Zach again. Wondering if. A food or a drink packaging affects your enjoyment of the product. Think Gatorade sippy squeeze bottles versus screw cap. And I felt like this was a good one to start with because we were just talking about Sunny D with yes. the sippy squeeze bottle, as yes. Zach put it. Um, I, I think it does affect. I mean, it definitely affects the enjoyment of the drink, right? Absolutely. Like, so here, this might be a hot take, but but in the the example that Zach gave uh as gatorade i prefer the screw cap gatorade really i like that better than the sippy Jeez, i don't like the sippy the squeeze, sippy squeeze is undefeated like uh the another one that i make that makes me th- uh think is pretty good um i would enjoy you remember the bug juice drink oh yeah i remember bug see juice. those were always fun and like way more enjoyable than like a, a typical like different juice because it, you like it's like a little sippy bottle it has a little then, like like nipple on the top yeah. yeah or like uh the hugs barrels oh, were cool hugs yeah you yeah. peel the you peel yeah. a foil off the top and you have to finish it or you can't you can't put it away for later yeah no those yeah. see like all those i would always opt for over just like a typical screw because it's just like different and it's just it's kind of like the idea of like the uh something being different tends to be a lot cooler in my well okay my how do you feel about a juice box? If I give you a glass of orange juice versus a juice box with orange juice in it, are you going to go for the juice box because it's different? Absolutely. Really? Yeah. I don't like straw. the juice box. <laughs> I think yeah. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's because just because of the way that I am and uh, people that I hang out with know this about me, but everything that I drink, I drink really fast. Mm-hmm. Um. So anything that inhibits my ability to drink at the pace that I prefer is not ideal for me. So I don't want well, a juice box. I don't want a sip squeeze bottle. Bug juice is different because there's a nostalgia thing attached to it. Mm-hmm. I would uh, argue, though, that you drink faster through a straw. Because I think it's actually like known that you can you actually intake more liquid through a straw than you would if you're just t- typically drinking from a glass. Huh. That sounds I get, like an experiment that we're gonna have to do. Yeah, I I believe I mean, I there's read also that a somewhere. lot of other there's a lot of other factors too, right? Like if there's yeah. ice in a cup, like if yeah, there's that, ice in it, I want a straw. Straw all day if there's ice. Yeah, I, that might have been that, that might have been like the whole thing if it's like with ice. So I guess yeah. if like orange juice, I mean I think only psychopath drinks orange juice with ice. Yeah, it, hey, it, if you <laughs> put if you put ice in your orange juice, stop listening to this podcast. You're I an think... absolute lunatic. I think there's people who drink their milk with ice. That's the and worst that, thing I've ever heard. That's like crazy to me too. There's like there's some yeah. things that just don't need ice. I mean, there's people who drink pilk too, but what what's pilk? Pepsi milk? It's Pepsi and milk mixed together. What? Yeah, I've never heard you, of you that. You not heard of pilk? No. Oh man, I heard it. Uh, 
Okay, well, thanks, James. <laughs> he said he said Wes's preferred beverage container and sent a picture of a five-gallon Home Depot bucket. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if I'm having a, if I'm throwing a party, like, yeah, I'll make a beverage in a Home Depot. But it's like one of those anything but a cup parties. That would um, be a fun one. But I like a, I like a wide mouth drinking vessel. Yeah. You know that uh, that also that kind of brings up the idea of though if uh does um the co- the container it's in change like the how good I guess it tastes or what oh. it like so like glass bottle versus like ca- like can yes ab- absolutely totally changes it yeah um I mean soda is a good example because you can like a Coca Cola specifically is a great example because you can get a glass bottle Coke. You can get a can of Coke, or you can get the plastic bottle of Coke, right? Um, thinking off the top of my head, I don't know if I prefer one or the other, but if I had all three of them like side by side, I guarantee you I would have a pretty strong preference about it. Um, I'd, be, I'd be willing to bet the glass one's the best. Yeah, I, I mean, I, all I've always heard is like glass is better because they use actual sugar. And then, um, but my thing is, I don't know if i believe that it, in a sense to me i feel like it could be a placebo in a sense yeah if uh the flavoring on it um well but i but if i were to pick out of if i had all three in front of me i'd pick glass because it's different and it's not as like like uh fucking hipster yeah i guess hipster <laughs> but like well, uh but no it's like it's glass because you never have a glass thing. You, everybody yeah, always and, has a can it, or a bottle, so I would always just pick glass because it's different. It's so that more, makes me think people think that's taste better. And James is typing in the chat as he's listening to us, but that's actually the point that I was about to make, James, is that it is a more satisfying experience to drink out of a glass vessel, mm-hmm. regardless of what's in it. Like there's something there's something that feels it's like more satisfying to hold it. The weight of it's nice. It's smooth, cold, like. I don't know. It's just better than drinking out of a little plastic bottle. Yeah. Um, but what what going back to what you said is that the glass bottle uses like real sugar as opposed to artificial sweeteners. That's not necessarily part of it because that's a change in the recipe of the beverage rather than a change in the vessel it's being held in. You feel me? So that that changes the actual makeup of what the drink is. Yeah, um, but that also make it could it could change the flavoring on to make it taste better or not though. Right, but if you had if you had like if you had the glass bo- if you prefer the glass bottle one just because there's real sugar in it instead of like corn syrup or whatever, the glass bottle doesn't really play a part in that. It's because there's real sugar instead of yeah, corn syrup. Yeah. So you could yeah. take that same liquid and put it into a, an aluminum can and it would probably taste the same. Probably. Well, I actually not an aluminum can because I think the aluminum can is the worst one, especially with like an acidic beverage. I, th- I think you get I think you get some of the can taste in it. Like it tastes kind of metallic, like, like a real, real little bit. You'd have to really be yeah, paying attention. I see with I Coke. Does. Yeah, I guess like the only one that pop I guess really drink is like cola recently. And now that you say that, like, yeah, I can kind of see that with like Coke. Like you yeah. definitely get a little hint of it i also think um fountain drink is probably is pretty superior over plastic and can i would say oh yeah i mean yeah <laughs> fountain fountain drink's the best way to go right it's because you're getting it it's basically like 
freshly made i'm doing the air quotes thing if you can't see me freshly made because they're taking the the soda and the syrup and mixing it together on the spot and putting it yeah. on your cup yeah. there's no sitting around none of that stuff so oh yeah yeah well zach i hope we answered your question to the fullest extent there buddy yeah uh if you if you have a question that you want us to answer or a topic you'd like us to hear us discuss uh so you can send us an email at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com um but we also have our own things that we want to discuss um one of them is gingerbread houses indeed so people around the holidays uh typically build a, a gingerbread house like a little house out of you know big panels of gingerbread cookies and you glue them together with frosting and stick candy all over it and stuff like that i'm glad mm-hmm. we're doing this christmas related thing uh in the middle of april um oh, yeah but <laughs> tis that season. we're right on track um but that poses a question why is gingerbread the thing that is always used and is there something that could be better than gingerbread for building a little house? I think I got one. That works I would love better. to hear it. Mine is a, uh, it's basically like, so this is what we're going to do. All right. We're going to have Ritz crackers, pretzels, Slim Jims. Um, and we're going to do like summer sausage. Then, so like, uh, like the, the, and cheese whiz cheese whiz is like a mere frosting binder your typical okay. one and then i would do like i guess the siding would be like ritz crack crackers and then like pillars could do like slim jims and then um what else summer sausage could be like uh maybe like pathway up to it or around it or maybe you can put that like as the roof piece like the little the circles of summer sausage um yeah no dude i thought that was like that would be a pretty good one yeah, that'd be pretty good like a charcuterie like a bootleg charcuterie house yeah like like a meat meat and cheese platter in a sense yeah sure uh i think matzah crackers matzah, matzah crackers. crackers yeah like matzah bread it's like the unleavened bread uh it's like these big rectangular crackers that people mm, drink passed over yeah that would be, be that'd good right because it's got kind of the same shape um i've i've done gingerbread houses before that are made out of like big panels of oreo it's like a big square Oreo and you do that instead of gingerbread, but it's basically the same thing. Um, now James has posed an interesting modification to this. Uh, he suggested what we would use to build a full-sized Hansel and Gretel style house, like a livable sized one-to-one scale house. Oh. And that, I feel like that's a lot harder because nobody's, done that right like nobody builds a house that size out of food you gotta um, think what would be uh would deteriorate the least like the not as fast right james besides the witch in hansel and gretel you're right thank you oh <laughs> um, yeah, i swear to god you gotta think like what would like not deteriorate the fastest you know hard tack. what hard tack what's that it's like a <laughs> stupid it's kind of like a cracker it's like a civil war food that's like made to be indestructible um oh. it's, it's nothing it's a cop-out answer i want to do something different because that's not funny that's like a real answer i want to do something funny um 
Hmm. I thought about like vegetables in a sense, but no, I don't know if you could do that. You'd need some big vegetables. Big, 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 big vegetables. Man, I don't know. Building something on that scale out yeah, of food I... is just such a bizarre. It's such a weird task. Like, how would you even start? I guess you start by making a foundation. You could make your foundation out of uh, oh, foundation is oatmeal. Because you know when oatmeal mm. sits for a long time, it kind of like seizes up. There we so go. Now we're, cooking. we're, now cooking. we're cooking. And then you take those big, uh, big pretzel rods, and you put those <laughs> in, right? And you could build it like rebar. Lincoln logs. Yeah, that's your rebar. You could just build it out of. You could make bricks out of oatmeal and build it with pretzel rebar. Then have like a cinder block house, but I don't think oatmeal. Oh, stay you in could Lincoln log it though, like with right? like uh, oversized pretzel. <laughs> Yeah, like huge, huge pretzel rods. Just link and log them together. Take a big bite out of each end and click them in. You know what? That's it. That's it That's right it. there. Ooh. Or uh, alternatively, you could get like 10 million of those little hard candies that are shaped like Lego bricks. Mm. You could just click them all together. Yeah. Uh, James May built a house out of Legos in like 2005 or whatever. So like you can do it. Tedious, but you can do it. Yeah, you could do it. Shouldn't, but could. You shouldn't, but you could. Wes, I have a serious question for you. Uh, oh boy, a serious question. Okay, let me. Uh... It's okay. Put put your big boy pants on here. Yep. Okay, my big boy pants are on. What is your opinions on eating inside versus outside? Like on a patio versus inside of the establishment, or like outside is like a picnic versus like maybe. Yeah, out inside. <laughs> yeah. I very, very rarely prefer eating outside. I would almost, like, 99 out of 100 times, I would much rather eat inside. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think okay, it's... good. <laughs> like, when I'm offered the patio or inside, I always I always want to just choose inside. I've, yeah. I don't know. For some reason, it's either because... Because the time you want, you can eat outside in Michigan. It's always too hot, and mm-hmm. I'd rather be inside where it's like cooler and yeah, air conditioning. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or like, um, or from the on the beach, dude. I never want to eat on the beach, like oh, snacks or anything, the because there's sand that gets in the food, and that just ruins that whole experience. Yeah, too. eating eating on the beach sucks. Uh, well, I I don't know. Sometimes I like it though. Like if I'm like visiting my mom's house she has this little like brick patio in her garden in her backyard mm-hmm. and i'll sit at this little this little table in her backyard and like eat a sandwich for lunch or something and that's kind of nice and relaxing but if i'm like at a restaurant and they offer me patio seating i'm not gonna take it because it's yeah. like the sun's beating down on me i'm lean i'm eating a like piping hot meal with the sun piping down on me i don't mm-hmm. want that that's not an enjoyable experience for me i'm like pouring sweat as I'm trying to eat a burger, like that's not good. Oh, speaking a little sidebar, we I went to uh Bob Evans yesterday. Why? And uh it was more of a brunch thing because we're it was a bunch of us from from the weekend. Anyways, uh we we uh and and yesterday was like muggy and like hot out and it was like yeah. kind of humid. It was it was quite humid yesterday. We're all sitting at there's like five of us and i get this like lemonade and everybody's getting like these cool drinks you guess what brandon ordered yesterday 
Milk. Hot chocolate. What? <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> it was like it was like eighty. Deg- wasn't it like eighty degrees? Yeah, it was like mid seventies yesterday. Oh, but it, how funny is? <laughs> he orders insane. hot chocolate. Hey. Uh, Brandon, I know you listen to the show, buddy. Send us an email, dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. I demand that you defend your decision to order hot chocolate at this restaurant. That is the most insane thing. Like, it's... Oh, my God. I That's just stressed me out, man. Isn't that my, crazy? Who does well, that? I drink eggnog all year round, so... I guess I, that's I mean, yeah. I mean, kind of similar, but it's not hot. Yeah, no, Usually. that's like I don't like it hot. I don't like a hot beverage. No, you, the... how do you feel about a hot drink? I usually prefer a cold drink. Like, and I never uh, drink hot drinks typically. Like coffee. Like I don't like a hot cup of coffee. It's always is always iced for me. Yeah, it's either iced or like lukewarm. Um, yeah, um, I'm I'm not a big hot chocolate drinker. Uh, teas are always iced. Even uh, in winter. Even yep. in winter, I like I like it iced. Yeah. Yep. No matter what, um, I do. I do like a hot toddy, but I've never I had let one. that. I let that cool down until it's like you know, above room, like a warm toddy, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Or like same thing with apple cider. I do the same thing with apple cider because I like a hot cider. But generally speaking, I don't prefer a hot beverage like ever. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I'm totally with you. Honestly, if you're more of a hot beverage drinker. Insane Asylum, get them out of here. Yep. Ship them, ship them, ship them, ship them. Uh, Wes, you uh, brought up in the show notes here a very, very intriguing conversation. Did and I really? I canned versus ve- frozen veggies here. Oh, yeah. And that's, I, uh... I, I've been thinking of what stance I really want to take on it because I don't in the what, what's yours because i have a feeling what you are and i want you to guess what mine is i i feel inc- i talk this was a suggestion from heather shout out heather thanks for being a cool roommate um i she hates when i call her my roommate um i feel incredibly strongly about this and i talk to her about this all the time and i want you to guess what my opinion is James so thinks that i'm a fan of canned over frozen it's frozen, was, frozen vegetables versus canned vegetables. I would, I would probably guess he was a canned person as well. Absolutely not. I fucking hate canned vegetables. I think Dude. canned vegetables are a crime. See, I was, uh, I was leaning towards the frozen too, but um, yeah, I don't know. Dude, I guess frozen's the way to go. Like steam in the bag, green beans. You throw them in the microwave for six minutes. Freezer peas. Frozen peas are like the best thing ever. You want to add frozen peas? Oh, you're making a pasta dish and you need to have some sort of veggie in there? Why not add some frozen peas? Throw them right in your strainer and then strain your pasta with the boiling water directly over the frozen peas. Cook them instantly. And then they're mixed in with your pasta already. Boom, bow, bing. Easy. Huh. Yeah, it's great. You can do it with anything. Frozen peas. Uh, I buy the the mix of peas and carrots. Uh, my veg- My freezer is like half half full of frozen veggies because i just love frozen veggies yeah i like that i don't have to feel guilty about buying fresh vegetables and letting them die in my fridge which i still (laughs) do anyways but (laughs) you're a murderer but you know uh i like uh 
what I'll do is we'll get some like frozen like vegetable medleys and I just throw them in the microwave and I'll just throw some oh, yeah. SMP in there with a little butter and then yes, just sir. eat it right out of the bag. I think that's so good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's great. So yeah. What what's canned. what's your biggest thing about canned? Because I'm just here for educational purposes now. <laughs> you're in, you're, you're enlightening always... me. <laughs> so going back to so my favorite uh my favorite frozen vegetable is peas, right? As I just said. Freezer peas are the best. Um so comparing those to canned peas, uh canned peas are always like kind of brown in color, like the color is not appealing at all. They're um extremely mushy like so mushy there's no texture they're basically spreadable it's gross like just horrifically overcooked and then i also think that they pick up some of the aluminum can taste that's what we were Mm. talking about with the soda thing earlier like i think they pick up some of that that canned metallic taste and i don't like the metallic stuff i mean i know you're a fan of like like organ meats and blood and stuff um more so than i am at least so you might be yeah, more into I mean, that metallic taste, but I don't like it at all. Yeah, I can. It doesn't bother me a whole lot. Um, you say blood. I don't know. I guess blood. Blood pudding, has that metallic. Yeah, blood pudding. I, I was like thinking blood. of like blood things that I've like I've tried. Um, sidebar. Yeah, like this one time I got for weird eats. I got just a cube of pork blood, and so the, you're typically supposed to cook with it. What I found out later, you're supposed After to cook with it. it. Yeah, because when I get, went and got my tattoos, I was talking to my like, my tattoo artist is Filipino, and in their culture and side of the world, they like use it a lot more and mm-hmm. more stuff. And I was telling him about it, and he was like, "You're a psychopath. You don't just eat that straight <laughs> up." And I was like, "Yeah, it makes sense now." But it was like it was like very clay like texture. Yeah. That was disgusting. I spit that out. But like, um, um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and then I guess blood pudding, but I don't really get a whole lot of metallic things from that. And then organ sure. meat—I I haven't really dipped but in a whole lot of organ you meat. You and me on on weird eats. You and I had haggis together, and haggis is just is organ true. meat. That's it's true. It's organ meat sausage, and I I love haggis personally. That was good. That can, I, I think it was what it was a canned haggis. I think we yeah, did it was canned, so it wasn't like that good because it's canned. Oh, I, weird I canned. Know, <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't know why. I just like. If I hear that something is canned, I just automatically think poorly of it. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's me that's broken or if I've just had too many bad experiences with canned foods. But just, well, there are I exceptions. Think, I think you're about to more prone to find a bug or something in your uh, canned veg- veggies, too. Hey, I've eaten bugs. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, a couple times on this show, I've sent you something uh, and asked you to save me some. And yes. the last time we hang out, we hung out. You brought me the things that you'd been saving for me, and I got to try mm-hmm. them. So I tried the the Beyond Jerky. I think you were helping work on the boat when I was trying to be on Jerky because we yeah. hung out and built a boat. Um, the Beyond Jerky was awful. I did not like it at all. I thought it tasted like cat food. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's not, it's it's all right. It's, not it's definitely good. not your typical jerky. But I'm not even the biggest fan of jerky by itself, anyways. So oh well, I'm a huge jerky slut. I love jerky. Um, <laughs> The other thing that you brought me was the dark chocolate crickets that I'd sent you. Oh yeah, those were really good. Those are good. Those are those excellent. Are... Like that was just like it tasted like granola. It was like dark chocolate granola. Mm-hmm. Yes, just little good. balls, just little, yeah. little cricket chocolate balls. Yeah, no, I I enjoy bugs. As weird like as that too. is, it's like obviously it. nothing I go out of my way for. But 
Right. They're they're a good protein source. And they're easy to farm. They're sustainable. Good for the environment. Or at least not horribly detrimental to it. That's it. Let's run a cricket farm. Yeah. Cricket farm time. No, that would be the most annoying farm to have. Dude, that'd be cool. Think of like, Hold like on. a chirp, 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 chirp. Constantly, I dude. Cool. I think it'd drive you crazy. I mean, maybe, but uh, it could be really... I mean, it can't be that hard, and you don't need a ton of space I mean, either. I don't think it would be hard, and you don't yeah, you don't need a lot of space, but just like the sheer of constant chirps would be drive me insane. So I'm doing research on cricket farming. Cricket. Uh, hmm. This is a thick article, and I don't want to read this whole thing during our show because it's going to slow down the show. Oh, while you are reading that, though, to fill some time in, I uh, I have been seeing some bees around, dude, which is very exciting because I love bees, like honeybees. Do yeah. I did see a couple floating around. They're probably dead now since it's snowed it's today, just, but uh this is giving yeah, me no. nothing. I'm done with the cricket thing. Also, I not many cricket farms. <laughs> it's just so much. I just can't focus on it right now. I'm too tired still. Um I had a bee encounter recently. We have a recurring bee problem at our apartment. Well, not bees, hornets. We have hornets that oh, are living yeah. in the siding. That's, they that's live in different. like this corner piece of siding on our balcony. Yeah. Um so like me, me and Heather like to sit outside at night, like when, you know, when it's hot, we'll sit outside and like play board games on the, on the patio and, you know, hang out and stuff. And if there's hornets out there, we can't do it. So I had to come and call some dudes to get the hornets killed. Kind of, that was a boring story. We can cut that out of the show. <laughs> that was nothing. Oh um, my God. I wanted to, I just wanted to fall asleep. You put me to sleep. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's, you know, honestly, though, I appreciate the honest criticism, and uh, I'm not and just like, and I'm you're like, and just like that, I have nothing to bring to the table, and I am out of here. Yeah. Oh, wait. Actually, though, uh, I do have something to bring to the table. Um, bring it. The thing that I would like to bring to the table is special guest James. Hello. He's Hi. been here the whole time. I have. <laughs> I'm always lurking. You are, you leave your mic unmuted the entire time, and you are remarkably quiet. I, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what's happening for sure. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, what he does. I definitely don't have another button oh, that just cuts okay. my mic audio. <laughs> oh, you have a cough button. Okay. I, I'm really good at miming and, like, acting sure. like I'm saying things in the video, but you it's, never yep. Saw... Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. I don't use uh, the Discord mute, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't use the Discord mute. We record in Discord. It makes me feel dirty to say that. Um, what? You're a dirty boy. No, it's, it works great. We, wow. we have, Thanks for uh, canning our Discord sponsorship this early in the game. We could have yeah. had big sponsorship. Hey, listen, I've got other sponsorships I'm focused on. Should yeah. Liquid yeah, IV Craig Bot. Liquid Death. Listen, Craigbot and I will still be here forever. Yeah, sorry I called you Clyde, <laughs> Craigbot. Um, We're gonna Craig. Craig's gonna get AI, and then we'll just not have Wes. He'll just become the other host. <laughs> Thank God, I can finally have some free time back. Um, <laughs> now recording. A, now recording. <laughs> do we have a name for this game that we're gonna play? Oh, I don't. We're playing know. a game. We're playing a, a game. reoccurring game at that. Yeah. Now. Yeah. 
at this point they're already somewhat familiar with it but it is the The ingredient game the ingredient game that's you know working title or maybe the permanent title we'll see you let us know via email or instagram or twitter uh (laughs) all the above yes um so same as last time for those of you who are caught up on the episodes we have three groups of eight ingredients and for those of you who didn't see uh, or listen before we have the previous episode, um, I believe. Yeah, a little challenge for our 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 uh, hosts. We they have to take all of the ingredients and incorporate them in some way into a dish or a meal or like a set of dishes. Um, and they're allowed and to use are... basic ingredients to kind of like fill in the gaps, but they need to incorporate everything there. And these are all randomly generated sets of ingredients right yes yes so they're a bot or something <laughs> generates these these sets yep i go online and i randomly generate them and i it takes some time because i'm not trying to get ingredients that just aren't actual food i need like a combination of things that can become a meal or main course thing of some fashion uh, three sets and uh same as before, you guys can decide whether or not you're competing, or you can both come up with something different, see who's is better, or you can work together. So however you guys want to do it this time. Well, how, do you, how do you want to do it this time, Bailey? Let's do, uh, you know what, let's feel, let's feel real wild and do all separate. All separate? Okay, let me get a little okay. because I'm going to... So, so we'll have, like, kind of a, you know honor system don't vote for yourself because you want to win vote for the best idea and then if we need a tiebreaker for whatever reason i guess i can weigh in as well yeah okay that sounds good so let's do the first set of ingredients we're going to reveal these bailey and i have not seen these previously oh my god oh boy oh boy oh my god all right so we got light brown soft sugar peas walnuts cornstarch, cheese slices, tripe, sausages, and asparagus. Um, yeah, Wes, you take this one first. This <laughs> okay, one first. so immediately the first thing that's jumping out to me is you could use light brown sugar, walnuts, and cornstarch to make uh, the filling for a pecan pie, except it would be a walnut pie, because um, that's basically all that pecan pie filling is, is it's like cornstarch and sugar and nuts. <laughs> Um, so you could do that. The cheese slices are, is what's throwing me off. <laughs> um, oh, dude. Okay, got it. Buda jjigae. I've talked about buda jjigae before. Korean army stew. Uh, so you have like your your spicy, rich soup broth. Um, and typically, when you have Korean army stew, it's served with uh, spam. But you could do sausages. And then you could do like some sort of organ meat, like tripe. And then it usually has a big square of like a craft single hmm. on top. So you could take the peas, cheese slices, tripe, sausage, and asparagus. And you could add that into a boudé jigae. And you could do that as your, your main course. Um, I've never made it before, so I don't exactly know what goes in it. But uh, <laughs> I know Bailey and I both, I, kimchi is a main ingredient in it, uh, as well as gochujang, which I always have in my fridge. Um, and Bailey and I also both have kimchi lying around all the time, so I don't feel like that's too much of a stretch. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bailey. 
So, <clears throat> oh, bah, sorry, I banged my ankle <laughs> on my desk and my feet up. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, He's we're down bad for this one. <laughs> He's leaning in. <laughs> so, what I'm thinking with the tripe, so tripe stomach. So, we're going to do a stuffed tripe, right? And it's going to be, we're going to stuff with a sausage. Uh, cheese and peas. All right, probably not gonna be the best, but that's what we're doing. <laughs> then well, I will point out, tripe is not the stomach itself. Ooh, it's the stomach it's the lining. lining. It's stomach lining. It's like a cow's stomach lining. I mean, it sounds like something you could stuff though, because aren't yeah, stuff aren't like hot dogs and stuff just in a casing basically? Yeah, it's typically like intestine. I mean, uh, boom. But Perfect. but yeah. You no, could, you could probably make that work. <laughs> no, what we're gonna do next is gonna we're gonna do like more of like a, a sweet asparagus, like a candied asparagus in a sense, Ooh. with the walnuts, the sugar, and the asparagus, that and and then honestly with the cornstarch, I have no idea. To be honest with you, see, because I never touch cornstarch. Oh my god, I use I use cornstarch all the time. <laughs> It's like a, it, it's, you mix it with uh, a little bit of water, do like a tablespoon of cornstarch, tablespoon of water, mix it together, add it to whatever you're cooking. It'll like way thicken your sauce. It's like a thickener. Yeah, I could probably use the candiness. Yep, and we'll throw cornstarch in there and hopefully it works. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, all right. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm probably. Yeah, we're making it work. I'm probably rolling with Wes's on here because I do like I'm a pecan pie. I don't even like pecan pie. <laughs> I love pecan pie. Also, well, walnut pie. So, walnut. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can call it bitter on their own. Like initially, like if you bite into, yeah, they're a little bit, aren't they? A little, little bit bitter, bitter, a little styrofoamy. <laughs> okay, all right. Hmm. They have like a styrofoamy kind of texture. They're nice. I like walnuts. Yeah, I'd probably um, go with stews. Okay, too, so I'll to be honest. <laughs> cool, Bude Gigi. I'll take I'll take a point for that round. Put it um, down for what's. Yep, I'll mark. I'm not gonna write it down. I don't Number one fans of the show keep track of the amount of wins on either side of the board for all of the games we play, and we'll, you know, someone make a compilation of this later on so we don't have to. Yeah, please. I, <laughs> I hate, I hate to say it, but uh, I do feel like I need some sort of handicap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cause I just, just because I, I cook way more than Bailey does. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we so have, I don't you know, know we, we can... have like an underdog story, you know. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's it, the kids well, coming well, in hot. Last week yeah. I didn't do terrible. But... No, no, right. I don't think you did terrible. I think you did all right. all right. I think the real challenge too is to eventually try some of these and like see, like taste that's, both of them and be like, is, is it better or is it not better? <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate test. Is I'll have to figure out how to make boudé jige and a walnut <laughs> pie. Mm. Um, all right. Set number two. Are we ready? Okay. Oh, I'm ready. Go. Vine tomatoes, honey, scotch bonnets, pine nuts, saffron, orange zest, flour, and smoked haddock. Oh, uh, what's a scotch oh. bonnet? Scotch bonnet's a type of pepper. It's kind of like a habanero. It's a little bit spicier than a habanero and a little bit sweeter. Okay. Okay. It's popular in Jamaican cooking. Okay. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. I assume I'll go first this one. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, if if you're ready to, yeah, go for it, dude. All right. So we are going to. You bring up a good point. Um. So what we're gonna do is with the smoked haddock. I assume that's a fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Perfect. With the smoked haddock, we're gonna basically coat that in flour and we're gonna fry it. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And good then. Start. In the frying batter, we're gonna use. Honestly, ooh, we're, we're just gonna your basic batter, fry it. Then we're gonna make kind of like a drizzle, a honey drizzle, but like a spicy honey drizzle with it, with that Scotch bonnet. Oh, like a I'm hot not gonna, honey. Yeah, a hot honey. I know you love a hot honey. Listen, dude, I'm just working (laughs) with what I got. And we're going to throw a little saffron and orange zest in there. I think that works. And then the pine nuts and vine tomatoes are going to have to work some way in there. Um, We're going to do maybe... Hmm. Let's see, the vine tomatoes. I think maybe I should have done like a tomato sauce, but no. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, hmm. I'm gonna add in because I, you know, Wes doesn't need extra help. Bailey, Bailey, and I. Maybe, maybe we just do. Maybe it's that's a fresh vine tomato. You just want to slice that up and serve it on the side, sliced, and then like I don't know, use the pine nuts as a garnish. I don't know what else you use pine nuts for. Just sprinkle them over the top of it and make it look nice. You know, we're eating fresh veggies today with a nice thin slice of vine tomatoes with a little salt and pepper on it and then the pine nuts will garnish on that honey hot honey and you know what that's really what we're doing today simple is always sometimes better now Wes, give us your fancy dish (laughs) well i was i was actually gonna do something pretty rustic because rustic's kind of my style but you did hit the nail on the head that's the best way to eat a tomato it's just a thick slice of tomato with salt and pepper it's the best um I don't like a lot of these ingredients. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, 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 hot take, I don't think saffron tastes good. I'm not a fan of saffron. What is, I'm sure I've had it in passing, but what is, like, the flavor profile of it's that? It's very, it's very floral. Yeah, um, okay. It's like eating, it's literally like eating a flower, because it is the, the stems out of a poppy, right? Or, like, the, the stamen of a poppy. It's some part of a poppy. Oh, so, um, w- so that saffron and the orange just could have worked. Uh, yeah saying. that's well that's what i'm gonna do with it is i'm gonna take the tomatoes honey scotch bonnets saffron and orange zest and i'm gonna reduce all of that down and make a tomato and pepper jam Ooh. and then i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm doing this like a charcuterie board right like a, okay like a little appetizer spread mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. tomatoes honey scotch bonnets saffron orange zest all of that reduced down into a jam and then uh, the flour, I'm going to use that as a base for making homemade crackers. I think that's kind of cheating, but uh, whatever. Uh, homemade crackers. Crackers are super easy to make. It's literally, it's an unleavened bread, so it's just like flour and water and maybe some eggs. And I feel like that's fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty fair. Smoked haddock, I'll just leave that the way it is and serve it with crackers. And then the um, tomato jam. And then the pine nuts. The pine nuts are a key ingredient in making pesto oh so you could take a whole bunch of fresh basil and parsley and some really nice olive oil and pine nuts and a little bit of parmesan cheese blend that all together and make a homemade pesto so then you have your smoked haddock with homemade crackers 
uh, a very fresh pine nut pesto and some tomato and pepper jam. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty good. That's, that's uh, sounds pretty I'm good. But I'm also not against like that fried like fish with like just a good like Dude, kind of glaze over it. Basically, does sound I love good. Frying, I love frying a smoked fish. <laughs> when I when I worked at the sushi place, one of the snacks that we would do is we would uh we would serve s- smoked salmon was like one of the things that we would serve as sushi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would cut the skin off because nobody wants to eat the skin. And one of our one of our cooks, shout out Juice. I don't think you listen to the show. Um, <laughs> Juice. But Juice Juice would always take yeah we call him Juice. Uh, Justin he would always take the um, the skin from the smoked salmon and throw it in the deep fryer and make it like a like a smoked salmon chicharron almost. And it was oh, yeah, those so, are good. it was so tasty. I <laughs> I think about it a lot. I haven't I haven't worked there in like a year and a half, and I think about that that fried smoked salmon skin all the time. So oh, good. That sounds pretty good. Oh yeah. All right. Are we ready on to the next one? Rag pause for Wes to listen to something. Someone's breaking into his house right now. Oh shit! Shots fired! Shots fired! Imagine she gets thrown through the window. <laughs> Heather, she just got home from work. Uh, okay, uh, that's what you think. All right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, round um, three. Round oh, three. Last, last round. Uh, all right. Let's click here. All right. This one seems a little more doable. It seems like the most reasonable one so far. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have Thai red curry paste, duck fat, baby squid, penne rigate. 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 Is that just a noodle? It's a yeah, it's a penne, but it has ridges on the outside, so it holds okay. the sauce Ooh. better. Uh whole milk, apple cider vinegar, vine tomatoes. Once again, welcome back. And then pretzels. <laughs> so hmm. I think I have an idea of what like I want to do. I kind of have an idea too. So we we might be thinking a pretty similar thing. We'll see. All right. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna cook that squid in the duck fat. All right. And then we're also gonna make. We're gonna obviously cook the noodles, the penne, but we're gonna make like a kind of like a tomatoy sauce with the milk, tomatoes. Um, throw a little curry paste in there, and then it's gonna be like kind of like um. Oh. What's I don't know yes. what the sauce is called. Like um, a vodka sauce. Like a vodka yeah, sauce. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so we're, yeah, we're well, totally on the same page with this. Yeah. One. And then, well, let's just tag team it then. Yeah. We'll okay. do the we'll vodka sauce it, and then I don't know what to do with that red apple cider vinegar. Yeah, um, the apple cider vinegar is a little bit of a tricky wicket. Um, I mean, you may- could. You don't want to necessarily add that to a tomato sauce because it's already so vinegary. Yeah. And pretzels um, pretzels are a tough one, too. Are we talking so, hard pretzels or soft pretzels? I was thinking like pretzels. a hard, yeah, like a hard, kind of like a snack. Oh, you know, that's so, thing. So what I was thinking with, yeah, we just make it like a the vodka sauce, with the penne, and then like throw the baby squid in there. And then, I don't know, what could we do with the pretzels and apple cider? Dude, on a the pretzels... Thing? The pretzels are really throwing me for a loop. I don't know what to do with pretzels in this situation. Well, we could do like a pretzel dessert. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, you have like 
You ever had like a Ritz tort? No, do tell. No, it's like Ritz crackers and uh, like a kind of cream cheese icing layered dealio. Yeah. Um, I haven't had one in a long time, but you know what I'm talking about, right? Isn't here. that like the thing that you buy a box of Ritz and it's on like the back? They're like, check out this recipe. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Mm, yeah. You can do yeah. That I with, got it right here. With, yeah. You could do that with pretzels instead of Ritz crackers, and that would be like a nice dessert. And you could use whole milk for that too, to make okay. like a your your creme and glace or your cream cheese icing or whatever you're making. Um, Where's that vinegar going? Is that I mean, could that tap in there at all? Or not in the dessert? I would not add vinegar to this dessert. Uh, <laughs> I have like no like I've never uh, even tried apple cider vinegar, so I really don't. Apple cider vinegar? That's your digestif. You just take a little shot of apple cider vinegar <laughs> after your meal to help you digest. <laughs> okay sure i mean if that's what you want to do i mean I, I, that's, I that's, a palate that's, that's a palate cleanser it's a palate cleanser palate cleanser sure palate cleanser i i can't figure out a way because like i wouldn't add that to the sauce because there's already so much acidity from the tomatoes and the curry paste i like an extra vinegary ketchup that's just my personal preference so i that's mean fair. like i feel like it wouldn't be completely out of place but this is your guys's dish so that's true maybe you could add a little bit of it i mean i don't like a ketchup but this a isn't ketchup. a ketchup it's full stop no it's oh like, man it's like a vodka cream sauce so if you did like you make you go to make a, the base for your sauce and then instead of sass, <laughs> sass, <laughs> sass make some sass make some sass and then instead of like sauteing your your mirepoix your like carrots onions and uh celery instead of doing that in olive oil you saute that in duck fat then you add your baby squid and then you would add your curry paste saute that around a little bit it uh deglaze it with whole milk add your tomatoes little splash of or you would want to deglaze with vodka and then add your whole milk tomatoes maybe a splash of apple cider vinegar and kind of do like a oh that might kind of make like a buttermilk sauce you do the apple cider vinegar instead of the vodka for the vodka cream sauce so you would do duck fat in the pan and then like carrots onions and celery or just onions probably onions and garlic and then deglaze it with apple cider vinegar add your whole milk tomatoes and then cook the pasta, and then do a pretzel tort for dessert. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like a seafood vodka cream or vinegar cream sauce thing. I don't know. Is that one nice? might be good. I that one's weird. <laughs> well, that could be that's good, why they're randomly generated. I like the fact that it specified baby squid, not yeah. just squid. <laughs> like it must be the young. Oh, it's, different. <laughs> it's a totally different thing. um i don't have that much experience cooking with baby squid so i don't know much about it if you do know about it send us an email at dinner for breakfast podcast (laughs) um send out if for those of you listening if you are hearing this list or another list of ingredients you're like oh that's so easy like i can make something really good let us know what that is and tell us how you do it please send send us an email uh about what you would do with these ingredients and then we can talk about it on the show and then uh tell you if it's good or not i'm sure it will be. <laughs> you will you be judged are, you guys not are to scare you away from talking to us I like, but... I like to think all of our listeners are professional high-grade chefs and I, they're perfect in, in their own world so uh... i will say i know uh, a lot of my chef friends do listen to this show so and they cringe every time <clears throat> yeah I, it makes me it makes me feel like i don't know what i'm talking about because i feel like i have to be so on point or i'm gonna get called out um and then i'm like well i don't really care that much but it's um, rotten 
yeah, yeah, I think we done did it again. We did done do it again. There's well, everybody, <laughs> you've heard the email 10,000 times today. And you know what? You're going to get it one more time at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter where we're going to start hitting with the hot takes on Twitter. Uh, follow, follow our Instagram for all show updates. And uh, there's going to be fun, some uh, fun in the wild content coming to that. And yeah, anything else, Wes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks to Alexander Hume for letting us use the theme song for our podcast, Steak and Eggs. Uh, you can find Alexander Hume on Instagram and YouTube at Alexander Hume. All right. Peace, guys. Bye, everybody.